Rising, rising, rising girls! Hello, dear listener! You're listening to our Rising Girls Global podcast. We're from Rising Girls Global, an initiative powered by Dior and UNESCO, created under the program Women at Dior. We would like to support younger women aged 17 to 25 to land a job in one of five sectors business and finance, creative and arts, communications and PR, international and public affairs, and tech. In these podcasts, we aspire to share inspirational stories from young women on their journey and amazing achievements at such a young age. You can be anything. There are a lot of choices and we are here for you. Today we are meeting 22 years old Isabella Gasoyan, Armenian, who was born in Georgia and now has been living in France for more than 10 years. She just finished her exchange semester in Rome and in few weeks she will start her internship somewhere in the world. Currently she is studying international relations and global governance at Sciences Po Lille in France and her professional background is very wide. She has worked in parliamentary relations, regional council, and marketing, and she has been involved in various associations as a member and was a president of the French branch in Lille of AGE Europe. Hello, Isabella. It's such a pleasure to host you here today. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. Thank you for this opportunity. Let's start with your childhood. What did you want to become when you were a child? And how does the fact that you are Armenian who has lived in different countries has led you until the decision to study international relations? Yeah, so actually I was born in in Georgia and I lived there for 10 years and uh, I'm Armenian. So this multicultural background has... uh, has influenced a little bit my um, current academic um, choice. But back to my childhood, as funny as as it could uh, sound, actually, I wanted to become an astronaut. And I was always surprised by the fact that I was the only girl, you know, wanting to become an astronaut. And I was so uh, convinced by the fact that one day I will actually become one. And I was working hard. I was like watching some films, movies all the time related, you know, some films related to the subject. And I wanted to um, acquire some knowledge knowledge, like a theoretical knowledge. And I was asking my my father, my brothers, my sisters about the gravity. And I still remember of that. And that was so funny because all my cousins, all my friends, they were like, you were crazy. You have to become a singer or something like that. Like all the girls are doing, you know, but you were still this uh, little funny girl who wants to, um, have some kind of adventures and become uh, an astronaut. That was a bit, yeah, that was crazy. And, uh, but I was, I was amazed and I'm still amazed by this, <laughs> by this dream. Um, and that's actually, that fed my desire to do something global, uh, because today that I'm an adult, I realized that this becoming an astronaut was somehow related to the, you know, like, uh, challenging some very, some global, uh, challenges in the world, uh, tackling some kind of poverty issues and being this kind of like global figure. So 
that's maybe the the main uh, reason. That sounds so interesting. Actually, I haven't heard of uh, many other girls who wanted to become astronauts when they were little. So this is uh, this is something uh, very interesting. <laughs> Um, and uh, as you are one of uh, young people who is uh, participating actively in different extracurricular activities such as a model of uh, the United Nations, Junior Diplomat Initiative, Asia Europe, uh, considering your past experiences, uh, what are the best ways to find about opportunities for students in the domain of international relations. Yeah, I had the, this, um, you know, opportunity, the chance to attend many conferences, many, many uh, moon, uh, moon uh, experiences as a delegate. And today I'm considering uh, actually applying as a chair. And this is something that uh, basically gave me the um, this desire to become very active. And uh, this year I started attending a lot of conferences. And uh, with all this experience that I gained this year, I, I would say that um, the best option, the best way uh, to gain some, you know, to, to ask some, um, to find some opportunities is to ask people to see and interact actually during those events, during those networking events, uh, when you meet a lot of people, when you have this chance to interact face-to-face -face and ask some questions. Also, when it comes to internships, it's something that you could definitely as a young, uh, you know, future potential uh, leader or even as um, someone who wants to you know, build a career in the domain of international relations, especially, it's something so broad. So basically, you could, um, you, you can ask, like, a lot of, uh, um, you can interact with everybody, not only like from diplomats or ministers or, uh, you know, this public figures, but also from the private sector. Uh, I think that today, as I, I um, noticed that a lot of, a lot of my friends who study, uh, you know, international relations, they're convinced that there is only one way uh, to get what they want uh, and there is only one way to do something with international relations degree and I absolutely don't agree with this idea because I think that you can um, you know put into practice your international relations background your public affairs background your international affairs background uh, in so many different ways and this comes by uh, interacting by sharing your experience uh, by asking people directly what they do maybe on LinkedIn also uh, LinkedIn today is a very good uh, data it's, it's it's a it's a good way it's a good platform and very effective platform to to find some opportunities also on Facebook uh, there are some amazing groups with Erasmus community also if you have this chance to uh, you know just to to ask some information also around, you know, in your universities uh, to your coordinators and uh, yeah, universities, LinkedIn and uh, absolutely this uh, amazing networking events, parties, which are a very good way to get uh, involved, you know, professionally, academically, but also humanly speaking. Yes, I absolutely agree with it. Uh, I also have found many, many opportunities on LinkedIn so far. So uh, I definitely recommend uh, this social media. 
uh, talking about productivity. What is your favorite productivity hack for young professionals uh, to get done everything needed, to be more organized and to stay motivated? Well, I think there are uh, several, um, you know, ways to get um, pro- to yes to have some kind of productivity in your schedule and to get productive. But I would say that the most pro- uh, the the best way uh, to work and to uh, get motivated by something is to create your own environment, your universe, a unique way uh, to get something um, to basically to get excited by what you are doing. Uh, and uh, from my personal experience, something that helps a lot is having this Google agenda or something that is also called Notion, uh, which personally helps a lot. Having this kind of you know tracking system, uh, which helps you, for example, on Monday from nine to 10, you have this. And also trying to diversify your activities is something that's absolutely, absolutely uh, interesting and important to do. It's combining some social activities with academic stuff and professional uh, from when you have all those three components, you can uh, freely, um, you know, do all of them. And you know that at the end of the uh, at the end of the week, you have something uh, that is consistent, dense, a work that is done and you can be relieved for for the weekend for yeah from your for your weekends so uh creating this comfortable space uh having this regularity in your work helps you to get uh this something that we call productivity and I personally never use this word because for me, productivity is not something that um, as a young professional, we can really master. It's something that comes from a very different uh, universe. So I would prefer, um, I don't know, basically performance maybe could uh, replace this word. And the performance comes with regularity, stability, and the very hard work. And hard work is a work that you like doing. It's a work that you uh, do with passion, motivation, and uh, this comes also with diversity. So diversity, passion, and regularity, stability in your work. Yes, I completely agree with you about having uh, this little planner For instance, now for this year, I have my work planner where actually I write my tasks and then I cross them out. And I absolutely love it. It's not online. I'm doing it all by handwriting, a bit old school, but still, I I think it's a great tool. (laughs) It is. Um, In your opinion, uh, what is the most important personality trait someone would need to work in international relations? Well, um, I think there maybe from my personal uh, experience, the first thing is modesty, being modest. It's something that uh, helps a lot being yourself, even though it can sound super trivial and, um, you know, simple. But when you are uh, yourself and you know uh, how to recognize your um, negative, uh, maybe some points that you would like to work on harder, um, 
so yeah, modesty. People see uh, that you can, you can, you have, you are brilliant, maybe in this aspect or something. But especially in international relations dom- domain uh, field, which is super broad, and when you have to master a lot of things, uh, public speech, like a lot of things, you have to uh, know how to approach people. Um, you know, write some academic papers on very complex issues. So uh, being modest definitely helps. This is the first point. The second is being flexible and uh, ad- uh, and being uh, having some kind of adaptability. Uh, by flexible, I mean uh, having this kind of, uh, you know, very, um, like, I don't know how, how to say it, but at least trying to adapt yourself to the different environment that you are in, especially, again, in international relation uh, field when you are meant to um, work internationally and uh, you have such a diverse, you know, there is a lot of different people from different backgrounds and they all have their uh, standards of work, standards of thinking. So obviously you are faced to this diversity. So you have to be flexible in order to uh, create a kind, uh, a type of confidence uh, between your colleagues uh, within your team. And uh, this is something that uh, helps as a professional, but also as a human being, as a young professional. Um, and uh, this, the, the final Final, maybe the final point is uh, determination. Uh, determination, I think, comes with confidence, uh, believing in yourself, and uh, um, you have to do things in order to believe in yourself. When you do things, you know that you are able to achieve some kind of things that you would never think about before, right? So when you do things, you um, you learn. So, for example, from Again, from this personal experience, this summer I, I did this uh, amazing internship in Spain, uh, and it was in marketing field. Obviously, marketing is not something that we do in international relations, uh, right? But I I took that risk, and I I don't regret it because I learned so many things. Uh, not only from you know the professional side, of course, I. Um, I worked with an amazing team, an international team uh, in Spain, uh, in the south of Spain. It was amazing. But I learned so many different things that I would maybe never learn in um, in another company, which is working in my field, which is doing things that I am uh, able or, uh, um, yes, that I have to work in. So basically determination is something that we can um, that we can work on um, and become better uh, but because our desire motivation comes with work uh, it's it's a paradox but I think that it's something that we can build and uh, definitely work hard uh, by uh, testing testing all the time not only in our field but also testing by asking again interacting with others and uh, trying to find some opportunities uh, when you can contribute I don't know if this is a digital uh, if maybe technology is not your main you know domain your main field of studies you could try you could maybe contribute differently uh, by your uh in uh, to yes contribute by your um, and maybe give people your perspective your vision uh, your prism on things and this is the most important so uh just to conclude modesty flexibility adaptability and determination uh that's for my yeah from my modest point of view <laughs> Uh, that's great to hear and uh, to to end this podcast 
uh, I have uh, one last question to you. What career advice would you give to your younger self? This is a very difficult question, actually. And I don't know how to answer this question to this question because I would not give any advice to my younger, um, like to my, you know, back to back to my childhood or as being as a in a, at school um, because I worked hard uh, to get, you know, in this university and especially in the French uh, culture, academic culture, it's pretty, uh, it's pretty hard. We have a very good educational system, so it makes things even harder. So I put a lot of pressure on myself uh, back to my childhood and, you know, in during my uh, high school years. So it was already very hard. And I was trying to juggle with a lot of responsibilities between my musical school, uh, you know, uh, this um uh, a levels and uh, preparing for the university entrance exams everything there were so many things to do so maybe one advice would be to take things easier and with more um i don't know and feeling comfortable because also as a you know someone who when you put when you put a lot of pressure on yourself you just forget about who you are and what you are doing you're simply following this path of excellence and uh, you try to do your best so uh not losing your confidence not losing who you are as a personality as a human being as a woman it's important to keep uh to think and to know who you are. And this comes with, again, with confidence, determination, and uh, especially as a young ladies, as a young woman, it's important to uh, uh, to preserve, to conserve, to conserve this confidence that we have in. Thank you very much, Isabella. Thank you very much for joining our podcast today. Thank you very much. Thanks for listening to Rising Girls Global Podcast, hosted by me, Vilma Luisa Gertan. Today's episode was written and researched by me, with technical production by Rebecca Fan. Looking forward to your company on our next episode. Rising, rising, rising girls! <laughs>